0: From the National Farm Machinery Show in Louisville, Kentucky. Boy, we had a good time down there. Met tons and tons of you. If if I had a dollar for every person that walked up to uh, walked up to me and said, I love you guys' podcast. I, I love your TikToks, everything I mean, I wouldn't be rich, Rich, but I'd I'd have a few more bucks in my pocket. <laughs> regardless you have reached the bushels and barrels program i am ryan peter bushels and barrels on tiktok and twitter is where you can find me as usual i am joined by my beautiful bride say hello jessica hello jessica what did you think of the farm machinery show
1: it's overwhelming for me personally
0: this is your first time of ever going yes right and we took a four-year-old
1: yes okay yeah i took alden and uh He, he is running back and forth right now. Just, (laughs) I don't know how he still has any energy. It's almost bedtime. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, but, um, but we, we went through there. He was overstimulated. There were so many people walking around and so many people everywhere. Um, Nicole said it best because we went with Cody and Nicole and, and they have a 10 year old they brought with them also. And, uh, she said (laughs) it was like being a turtle trying to get through peanut butter
0: <laughs> it was so, very, very, it was crowded very crowded on Friday.
1: Well, it was very crowded, and we made it on Friday. We didn't go to um, like the meetup and everything, just because it's it's overwhelming for Alden. He was there to just kind of look and have fun and and see Daddy doing the podcast that you you did the podcast with the other guys. Yes, yeah, so I
0: did the Farm for Pop- Profit podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, there for, for I don't know. It's probably about a half hour.
1: Yeah, and we we sat and watched you for a bit, and then he climbed up on all all the things, and it was a lot. It was a lot. It was overwhelming. I yeah, don't, I don't know that I'll go back. Okay, <laughs> I like to meet and mingle, but it is very hard with a with a little guy yeah. running around. So yeah, um, I would have liked to see a lot more people than than I was able to see and meet, but that's all right.
0: And that's the way that goes. I, I, what farm talk get togethers we've been to, um,
1: we've never taken Alden.
0: Yeah, we've never taken Alden, and even when you do go, it's just hard to get around and meet everybody in the course of one day or one evening, Um, but no, you know what it, what's kind of weird that it told me, uh, as I've reflected back on it here this afternoon, is there are actual faces, names of, uh, faces and names of people Mm -hmm. to these numbers that we see for the podcast. Mm Mm-hmm. And the listeners of our podcast mm-hmm. are coast to coast and border to border. Yes, and north to south, east mm-hmm. to west, all over the United States.
1: It makes it real.
0: It really you know, does.
1: To, to for me, I mean, and I didn't even get to meet even half of what you met. I just met a handful of people, you know. And right. I saw, I saw the the TikTokers that we've seen, you know, for the last few years, but.
0: Um, all the yeah but it it makes it real yes all the people on tiktok that you don't know are watching Mm -hmm. because maybe they're not like active on making videos on tiktok Mm -hmm. so therefore i would never know what their faces look like right great people they just don't make tiktoks Mm -hmm. um shaking their hands and and just like some of them are from real close to here and then other ones are news bomb farms
1: yeah, in Oregon.
0: In Oregon, yeah. Holy cow, <laughs> was that not a pleasure meeting them last night? Yes. Him and his family. Yes. Mm-hmm. For all of you that don't know, Newsbomb Farms are uh, from Oregon, and they farm pretty much grass and not marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> fescue, and I couldn't even tell you all the stuff they raise. Mm-hmm. I learned so much just sitting there listening last night mm-hmm. to his operation and what they do and it's agriculture. It's just different. It is nothing like, like I see and hear about. And it was so cool. And he's just a super guy anyway. So uh, really glad to uh, see Newsbomb Farms out there. And anybody that wants to follow them can go to uh, Facebook or TikTok. I encourage you to do it. So anyway. Very
1: knowledgeable. Yeah, but well, I, mean, I was flattered whenever he said I, I. he he came over and shook my hand and um that just kind of like I did I had no idea yeah. that he was a podcast listener. He was just talking what he does, you know, and what he does for a living. And he had his kiddos there, and um, it's just really cool. It makes it real. It makes it real. It does. Yeah, it does. And so.
0: there were just tons of people, it's just really cool. like just like those guys that we met. And it was just it was just such a blast. Um,
1: and you know what? What else is so cool is that there are so many more like minded people out there, like you and I. They're they they're out there and they're living their best life, just like we are. you just living, doing work. Yeah. And they're just like they think like we do. We are all just so like minded. There's so many more people out there than than what we know.
0: There, there's a word for it, normal. Yeah. Just normal people. You know, I, I, on a Friday, whenever we got down there, um, so (laughs) news bombs were the first ones that I saw whenever we got to the hotel. I had no idea that was the gentleman that we would later meet the next day. But uh, get to the hotel, check in. No, we didn't check in because we got there so early. We left the hotel, took a shuttle, me, Tony, and Cody. And, And Tony actually said before we got to the exhibition center he said when we walk in i have to put my hood up yeah to walk in and i'm like oh whatever i I didn't say that out loud (laughs) i was like whatever I was like surely not i mean yeah he's got a huge huge following but surely it's not like that big of a deal Mm -hmm. i'll be damned if he didn't put his hood up and cody and i were walking behind him and the number of people like just the second they saw him, they just knew who he was. Really? Just, there's Tony Reed. That's funny. And I, I just, I couldn't believe it. So we get to the, to the venue where uh, Tony was going to stand and have a meet and greet. Of course, Cody and I and Charlie Trucker and Wisconsin Titan and a few others are supposed to meet there mm-hmm. at this meet and greet. Mm-hmm. It was very evident, very evident. The second we got there, that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> there was not enough room at all really for anybody I, the place was a i mean just a, a swamped with people and i i mean i mm-hmm. knew they weren't there to see me mm-hmm. so that's cool yeah
1: it's cool for tony it,
0: it was and he's
1: such a normal guy too you know and carolyn is such a normal gal like they're i mean they're
0: just great people
1: yeah yeah they came by and gave alton a four-wheeler it's a yellow four-wheeler and it, um he, Alden is in the stage of seeing yellow cars. So my girlfriend, Holly, tells him, anytime you see a yellow car, you just yell out banana as loud as you can. And so from that day forward, he has been yelling banana every time we see a yellow vehicle. Um, They're those Kiefer brother trucks that are in town. And mm-hmm. so about the time we're getting to school, all of those trucks are dispersing, I think. yeah. <laughs> so we see like 15, <laughs> not I'm exaggerating, but anyway, um, so I, I, I kind of lost my train of thought there.
0: Uh, well, whenever they're on their way to Louisville, oh, they yeah. stop by the house they to stopped dropped and drop off, off the four-wheeler.
1: Yeah, and it's yellow, so he got real excited, and we got to visit a little bit beforehand, and that was nice. And then we got to we got to kind of chill and relax and just visit with each other and be our normal self. Yeah. You know, just visit with other people that are very like-minded, farmers, yeah. just like us. So yeah. it was nice. It was so nice.
0: Right. But getting back to what I was saying. I'm sorry. Cody and I realized very quickly, like, there's not enough room right here. Because yeah. these people are here to see Tony, and we're not going to impede this. So, Tony and I moved, or Cody and I moved down to the Big Iron uh, setup, which was probably three or four setups down the way. Okay. And I'll be damned if it didn't take any time at all, and that place was packed. Really? J- because, like, the people. Everybody that,
1: migrated. Yeah, you like guys.
0: the people that I know from TikTok. Who I didn't go down there with, mm-hmm. they saw me, so then we end up standing around bullshitting mm-hmm. Well then more and more people, just normal goers who might be in the area to see Tony and might not, mm-hmm. you just start meeting all these people. And I mean Yeah. And I felt kinda bad because you meet somebody and some of these people you can tell they want to meet you, but they're kinda shy or yeah, you know. Yeah. So they're kind of standing there and you know they're looking at you. So you I always just put my hand out and said hi. Mm-hmm. Um and you feel kind of bad because you shake their hand and they tell you, you know, love your TikToks or mm-hmm. love the podcast and where's Hello Jessica and this is so great and I'm so glad to meet you and you you want to sit there and start a little conversation with them and then here comes the next person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, to any of you that shook my hand, I, I hope that I was not disrespectful to anyone because mm-hmm. I appreciated every single person that came up to me, mm-hmm. but um. I, I've never seen anything like that. I, I've never yeah. been a part of anything like that. And so that's basically what we did on Friday is just kind of met up with people mm-hmm. and shook hands. Saturday, Cody and I actually decided, let's just go to the show and walk around and like, do what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. We actually showed up at the show on Friday and walked around and then Cody kind of came with us to get a, away from the crowd and there were people stopping him, you know? Oh, totally. When we were walking through and stuff, because they recognized him. What did Cody say? He was like, we live in this weird reality of like, it's false fame,
0: false fame. And
1: it's, it, and he used, I don't know if those were the specific words that he used. He's like, I don't know what you want to call it, but people know us from TikTok." And they think you—they know us personally because we put out these funny TikToks and we have a following. Um, but it's kind of like false fame because you're not really famous for anything other than making people laugh, right? <laughs> and then they know you because and this
0: podcast. Well, it, yeah. well, for
1: us, but Tony uh, Cody doesn't have a podcast, but right, um, right, right. But what I'm saying is just like like more people would get to know you and I. You know, versus yeah. Cody. So he was saying it was it's kind of like a false fame. So it's very it inter- It's very odd. It's very weird that people know who you guys are because to me you're just like normal people.
0: Well, we are. <laughs> we are totally normal people. And the last thing I would and ever you guys want- are
1: really funny too. So it's <laughs> like and you're nice people. You're not like mean jerks no typically I you mean, know sometimes. one of
0: the you know one of the <laughs> you want to go there <laughs> you know one of the biggest things that i heard more than once of you guys coming up and, and shaking my hand is i love the podcast because and most of the time was the becauses were you guys do this cool thing called praying and you're not ashamed to do hmm. it uh so you You have a a great ability to mix Christianity and God with current events and humor.
1: And we're, it's real life.
0: And just be normal.
1: Like it's real life. What did my dad say? One of the times I was explaining a Bible study, I've never sat down and done a Bible study. And I've never been that good Christian kid to sit in my prayer closet, you know, for an hour every single day or every weekend or whatever. And he's like, you made Christianity like, that's real. Like this is real life. Like, yeah, we love Jesus and He has our heart and He's our Savior and He's the God that we serve. But we cuss a little bit,
0: yeah. You know, we'll, we'll turn around <laughs> like, and talk about penis tape.
1: Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> well, I mean, that's funny. That's funny. but it's real life. I mean, it's not like any. It's and I feel like some churches and some some religions or some people, Christians in general, will just turn around and say, "Yeah, well, I." they talk about this, but I so disagree with it. And then just completely mark that person off yeah, and not give them any kind of grace and say, you know what? They're working through their Christianity and their spiritual um, relationship with God. And that's where they're at. And I'm here in my, my thing and I have my own personal opinion. They just immediately, I feel like Christians get a bad rap because they just cut people down
0: you well, know. oh, that's just the person, though. That's that's yeah. not Christianity. That's just the person. Well,
1: I think that that's what I'm saying is Christians get a bad rap for.
0: Yeah, I see what you're saying. Definitely for
1: doing that to other Christians. I guess.
0: Yes. So,
1: but this is real life. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, like it or love it, I don't know. Right. Or don't like it or kind of eh, nah.
0: Right. <laughs> well, guys, we've kind of thrown this one together here this evening. We uh, this is Sunday. It's a Sunday night, actually. Generally, mm-hmm. when we do this, it's Sunday afternoon. So got home really tired. I had to go for a run to get the blood moving. So that way I could think to talk to you guys. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so it's kind of thrown together here real quick, but I do have some kind of cool stories, (laughs) but anyway, um, do you have any emails or anything you'd like to share? We're just see, like I said, we just kind of thrown this one together here.
1: Yeah. A lot of people, I think were looking forward to Louisville and Louisville, Louisville and, uh, and they were Waiting on, I don't know if, I don't know if a lot of people got to meet you or how that looked, but, um, we met, we met some great people. Yeah, exactly. So I didn't, they're not a whole lot through the emails this week. Right. I think somebody sent some sort of UFO. I couldn't really tell through an email picture and I don't know what that was.
0: Speaking of that (laughs) saga, have you heard what the latest thing is now there? No. They're thinking, I can't, and I I can't cite my source here because I read this two or three days ago. Mm Mm-hmm. They're thinking some of these balloons are um, hobby balloonists. Have you ever heard of this? No. I guess. Hell, I had no idea. Oh, that's hilarious. There are hobbyists who launch these balloons up into, like, the stratosphere. I don't know why or what the (laughs) hell the hobby is there with doing that. I've got a huge problem with it.
1: How can they do that without, like, FAA approval?
0: That's my problem with it. Okay. You know, Class A airspace is where all commercial aviation happens, and that's basically, in a nutshell, between 18,000 feet and 40,000 feet. Hmm. That's in a nutshell where it's at. Hmm. And these people are launching balloons to go higher than 40,000 feet. And... I mean, I realize that the odds of colliding with one of these things is pretty small, but is it worth it? Mm. <laughs> I mean, you got a, a an Airbus full of, you know, two or three hundred people flying through the air and hit some right. hobby balloonist thing.
1: Yeah, that's... yeah.
0: You know, I, I'm just saying.
1: So that's a theory that, out there? I've, that's a I've, conspiracy theory, right? No,
0: it's not a conspiracy theory. Oh. Uh, I, as a matter of fact... In my little bit of lull time that I had yesterday, I think mm-hmm. I saw that on Twitter. Oh, uh, somebody interesting. I, I I know I saw it on Twitter. I just and it was one of the government officials that that suggested it.
1: Really? Yeah. After it's not Ch-
0: conspiracy
1: after China had owned. This one.
0: Yeah. Specific and one. And then said, we overreacted by shooting it out of the air. Yeah. No, we underreacted by shooting it out of the air after it was okay. past the East Coast.
1: I wonder. I, I know we're not going to get the full story about it.
0: Probably never will.
1: No. um, I, I did read an article about um, the U.S. government shooting cows.
0: I read that headline tonight. You did? In New Mexico. Okay. Feral cows. I didn't yeah. even know there were feral cows in I New Mexico. Either. I didn't know I didn't either. So you,
1: they're stomping and tromping and trampsing around, and I guess they're not very nice to the visitors. <laughs>
0: <So> humans? <laughs> yeah. Like, But what do they <laughs> so, do? I don't know. Just, I don't know. Are they like feral hogs? or?
1: Well, I mean, they trample everything, you know, just like a, I mean, you put a cow in the backyard, and he's going to have it torn up in half a day. But I... <sighs> I don't know. They're just going to shoot them down because they're unpleasant. Huh? Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> yeah.
0: Bushels and barrels one at gmail.com. <laughs> if you live in the New Mexico area, I want to know about these feral cows.
1: Right. Another, another article that I read, this is going to blow some people's socks off. Um, so, uh, Bobby Kennedy, Robert Kennedy Jr. He has a website that's like children's defense ministries and he, or, children's defense organization. And um, he puts out a bunch of articles stating, you know, what the medical field and all these pharmacy companies and uh, the drug makers of the world and all that stuff. he keeps all this information up front. But I believe with media and uh, tech, it's censored. So it doesn't get the traction that it would typically get, which we all know that that's happening. And, you know, it's because of the Twitter files. We know that it's sure. to be true now. So he puts out this article that Zantac has been causing cancer. And it's because of the pill form.
0: Now, Zantac, that's Zantac the...
1: Zantac is the anti-acid, anti-reflux yeah. medicine.
0: Acid reflux medicine. Yeah. It's a yeah. pill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay.
1: Anybody that's had acid reflux, they've heard of Zantac. Whenever I got pregnant, I heard is, I, I heard of it. Okay. i would never taken anything other than like a Tums once in a blue moon. But anyway, so this pill supposedly causes cancer. They knew about it. The research was there and they did nothing about it. <laughs> So
0: um, swept it under the rug, mm -hmm. probably sold the rights to produce it to somebody, right? Mm -hmm. Pfizer. (laughs) Oh, go figure. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a very, I read that first thing this
1: morning as I was waking up and I'm like, do what? So I follow him on Twitter and that's where I get his updates. Um, But that was very interesting read. Yeah. So anybody that's taking that, you may want to just reconsider that drug. Right. Um, And it's not supposed to, I think that they added the label to it. Like, after the fact, and said this is not supposed to be taken for long term or whatever.
0: But so, is there anything going to happen here? Or they're
1: in a lawsuit, okay, at like hundreds, hundreds of lawsuits, huh? The old makers, the new makers, the people who buried the content, big yeah. tech, all that,
0: yeah. So, very interesting, I'll be.
1: yeah. Very interesting,
0: I'll be, mm hmm, yeah. Did you know yeah. that uh, Damar Hamlin? was interviewed by michael strahan this past week mm-hmm. did you hear anything or what
1: <laughs> i've I got did. a sound
0: bite here i did i got a sound you know Demar hamlin for those of you guys who need to be remembered is the buffalo bill that fell basically dead in the mm-hmm. playing field on monday night football there about two months ago mm-hmm. was revived on field they and blamed
1: it on a cortis <laughs> colitis or something yeah,
0: whatever <laughs> Pina coladas, whatever. Right. Pina, pina coladas, whatever.
1: Yeah, they blamed it on something that didn't make sense. (laughs)
0: Something made no sense whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, then we talked about the conspiracy theories that DeMar was like really dead. Well, he's obviously not dead, so, and I never thought he was. Right. But anyway, Michael Strahan got a hold of him in an interview and uh, just listen to
2: what he said. You're 24, peak physical condition. Can run circles around me right now. <laughs> <laughs> How did doctor describe what happened to you? Um,
1: um that's something I want to stay away from.
0: Hmm.
1: <laughs> what do you mean? Why
0: do you want to stay away from it?
1: I have an idea.
0: You know, go ahead. What do you think?
1: I think that the NFL is going to be in a lot of trouble. Really? hmm For what? Mandating vaccinations.
0: So you think if you could have been a fly on the wall inside DeMar Hamlin and his doctor's office and listened to that conversation back and forth, his doctor may have turned and looked at him and said, this is vaccine related.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you really think so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean yeah obviously whenever you hear that you know sometimes what speaks the loudest is just silence and from the time that strahan asked the question then you keep getting these uh yeah i'd rather stay away from that that was like 10 seconds
1: yeah that was a
0: long pause absolutely it said everything what do you think Oh, I I personally think it has something to do with the vaccine, and they don't want to talk about it. And, you know, maybe maybe the NFL is up shit creek without, oh, I shouldn't say without a paddle, but they're up shit creek a little bit here if DeMar does say something. I don't know, but that was a soundbite I figured was worth sharing with you guys. You know? Oh, uh. So
1: I don't, I think that it is very suspicious.
0: Yeah. Did and
1: you- and I think, I think it's safe for him to not say a word because if he does say a word, it's just going to bring all kinds of negative. I, I think that people are really, really thinking for themselves at this point.
0: Well, yeah. But you know
1: what? Like Twitter, like whenever that interview came out, what was it last week? <laughs> All the people are like, thank you for clearing this up. Thank you for clearing it up. Now all the conspiracy theories and anti-vaxxers can go away. Like, it didn't do anything but create more fuel to that fire. What
0: interview are you talking about?
1: The one you just played. Oh,
0: okay. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, people were saying, okay, now we can put that to bed.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Did they not hear the same thing I just heard?
1: These people are willfully ignorant. They are willfully closed off to any other idea that a vaccine or a, a modifying G therapy would <laughs> cause anything like this. Yeah. So they just completely disregard it. Yeah. Like it's not even a thing. Yep. You guys are crazy. Exactly. <laughs> so, well, we anyway, w-
0: we would agree that DeMar Hamlin is a football player mm-hmm. and we would agree that the football season just ended last Sunday night.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What'd you think of the halftime show?
1: You know, I Alden. <sighs> <sighs>
0: Go ahead. Come on. Uh, Cuss if you have so, to.
1: Well, no, it's just disgusting. I mean, Rihanna didn't do a whole lot of moving, which is fine. She was fully clothed, head to toe, which is fine. That's great. She had on these fake, this fake chest plate of whatever. She turned around and grabbed her bottom a few times and then she grabbed her front a few times and then like it was so awkward like the two high schoolers that were in the house (laughs) Cohen and Eden watching the show they laughed at it because it was embarrassing yeah like the here are two children I call them children they're they're under the age of 18 they're kids they're still a bit immature yeah they're kids she's grabbing her crotch and dancing and they're laughing because it's making them feel uncomfortable because it's not something that is a normal everyday, so then they start giggling and laughing. And Alden sees the exact same thing. Yeah, you say, well, why would you even have your four year old in the in the living room watching the Super Bowl show, anyways? Well, you know what? We were there as a family. Grandma and Papa were sitting here in the living room with us, and we were all just there stuffing our faces and enjoying the football game together. It should be. I should be able to have my four year old in there. Was he? Were we watching the show consistently? No. So they start laughing at this gesture that she's making on stage. Okay. And Alden starts laughing hysterically, like ha ha ha, ha. <laughs> and he saw what was happening on the television, right? So, um
0: Don't tell me he did that this time. He past laughed. Late. No, no, no. Oh. He
1: laughed hysterically and immediately I said, No, Alden, we don't think that's funny. Because I recognized Cohen and Eden were laughing because they felt uncomfortable because we were we're all adults sitting in this room and she's dancing like a hoodlum and i and then alden thinks it's funny so he thinks everybody's laughing at this so maybe if i do that they're gonna laugh at me and think it's funny just like a four-year-old would do yeah so i immediately shut that down yeah like no we don't think that's funny at all
0: so i I found a headline (laughs) about this oh okay uh the headline read rihanna's dad found out she was pregnant during super bowl (laughs) what that's That was the headline of the story. I mean, we all decided she was pregnant, right? Mm-hmm. Whenever the show was going on. Yeah. Yeah, the headline was, Rihanna's dad found out she was pregnant during Super Bowl. Oh, now, my gosh. I added something to the story, which I didn't even read. Okay. No mention as to whether the child's dad has been notified.
1: Oh, jeez. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Is that awful. Uh, yeah, I was. I've never been a huge fan of Rihanna, so I wasn't too impressed, and i I wasn't expecting a whole lot either. But the funniest, I think, the funniest meme was like Rihanna's dancing on stage, and there was a thousand white. Sperm following her wherever she went. Yeah, <laughs> that was cheesy. Kind of weird. It was just, it was just a weird. I think Super Bowl shows are weird, anyways. Yeah. But speaking of Demar, had um, he was there at the Super Bowl? Oh, yeah,
0: that's right. He yeah. was there. He
1: wore a jacket that had like the word "eternal" written on it, and then like this terrible um, depiction of Jesus Christ on the cross. Like this, um, it was a person on the cross. He had the nails in his hands and this crazy looking face with a crown of thorns. And um, his eyes were, you know, one eye was slooped down all right. the way and the other eye was like bloodshot or whatever. And it was just a it was it wasn't a very respectful thing. Anyways, so he goes out and he makes a Twitter post about how he realizes that people got offended about from his jacket. Because they felt like they were, he was making a mockery of Jesus Christ. That's what and, I felt like. Yeah, absolutely. After seeing that, and then um, looking at that clothing line, I can't even remember the brand because it's something that it, we would never even right. think, think to purchase anyway. So. Um, he went out there and apologized. You know, I'm I'm sorry that this offended people. It was in no way. I understand Jesus Christ is my Savior. That God is almighty, and um, he is the only one, and I will be more mindful going forward. So I was impressed with his statement regarding that.
0: Yeah, I'm impressed with his statement coming back, but it's really stupid that he did that to begin with.
1: Because, like, and he's so big on what he wears anyways. Like,
0: he... Well, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You just, just very distasteful. You just had 200 million people praying for you at one time. hmm All wanting you, you know, let him get a full recovery, even if it gets so good that he can return to the NFL and make a living for himself here the next few years. God, please help. Every one of us was doing that. You know, you remember whenever Tim Tebow used to always pray? Mm-hmm.
1: And how bad the media mm -hmm. made
0: fun of him. Yep. But suddenly, it's okay to do it when DeMar's laying dead Mm
1: -hmm.
0: in the field. Or on the field, I should say. I just... I, DeMar, come on, man. And I don't know... I have no idea about his intelligence level. He's obviously not totally stupid because you have to know a little bit about what you're doing to play football. At that level, especially. But I, I... Seriously... It you was, thought, you, it thought you were gonna put face, yeah. you thought you were gonna put that coat on and, and walk out there and nobody was going to say anything come on man and I mean there was a lot of people in the NFL who were on Twitter blasting him for that just like man you you had all yeah. these people all these Christians that you needed prayers from were out here praying for you and I just say Christians because I am one very likely there's probably other mm-hmm. denominations praying for him too mm-hmm. but and then you go out and you just slap him in the face like this, which I guess Christians naturally would be who would be the most offended because it was Jesus on the cross on the back of that jacket. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I, I don't know. It, it's a hell of a football game. Yeah. Damn good football game. Yeah. I kind of thought it was shitty that ref got in the middle of things right there at the very end, but well, that's, a, that's a whole other thing. I couldn't
1: care less about the football game. I didn't even watch, I typically watch for the commercials, but I didn't even watch the commercials this year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Well, you want to get to some of my headlines that sure. I have for you today? Yeah. This is one I had from a few weeks ago. We just never got to it. Oh boy. <laughs> old news. From the New York Post. <laughs> it's old news, but it's still relevant. <laughs> from the New York Post. Is Hooters closing because millennials aren't into boobs? <laughs>
1: Did we not talk about this? We've talked
0: about (laughs) Hooters before, but we haven't talked about this version. Okay. All right. He's just not that into boobs. A viral treat drummed up the rumor mill this week after falsely claiming the shuttering of select Hooters locations was due to millennials not being into boobs anymore. Hmm. Yeah, right. I don't buy that, but whatever. Mm-hmm. The new study in question came from a 2017 complex article, which cited data from Pornhub. Why are we <laughs> so? California uses Pornhub to teach kids, and then now <laughs> this. Now we're using Pornhub's data to uh, decide whether or not Hooters is relevant or not anymore. Oh well. <laughs> the <laughs> The adult video site found at the time of the study that millennial users were nineteen percent less likely to search for breasts compared to other age groups. Stephen Brown, a spokesman for the company, told the Associated Press that the far fetched claims have no validity and promised the iconic rest <laughs> This is funny. Promised the iconic restaurant. <laughs>
2: That's in the story. I didn't make that up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And it's Busty Servers is here to stay. (laughs) Straight from the source, Hooters girl Sloane Matevitz posted her, posted a Instagram in her skin tight uniform with the caption, new studies show that millennials are 100% still into boobs and Hooters is thriving. I guess that thing went viral. Okay. She sent that. Okay. Okay. But you know, I, I guess the deal is, is Hooters has has really closed a bunch of locations. Um, they used to have 430 in the United States. Now they're down to 312. Oh, and people's trying to figure out why. Yeah. And you know, whenever I read that, I was, and they didn't say why. Obviously, this wasn't They're trying to blame it on men or becoming girls. Oh. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Girly men. Mm-hmm. We're not interested in the busty women anymore, mm-hmm. and, and what makes a woman beautiful? Yeah. Uh i wonder how much covid hurt hooters
1: probably a lot
0: you know yeah so huh. i don't know and here's another here's another thing you know as as stupid as this world has gotten i wonder how much heat they have taken from your trans community
1: Think. think uh, yeah
0: you know think about the the stuff these girls wear Let's, let's, let's rewind to uh, 2004, let's just say. Let's go back almost 20 years ago, 19 years ago. You knew who was going to apply to be servers at Hooters, right? Number one, women, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. who are willing to show off their assets. Sh- exactly. Yes. Yes, yes. I wonder now today how much the trans community hadn't went in there and upset that apple cart.
1: Really? I
0: do. Look how crazy this place is anymore.
1: Yeah, I just don't feel like the trans community would have anything to do with Hooters. Like, like I, I don't imagine. It's such a small population of people and I don't know. I don't know.
0: It's. It is. I think
1: you've got. I think you've got a great point. I watched a TikTok earlier of Dirty Jobs. Who's the guy who does that? Micro. Yeah. So he was talking and doing some research during um, the last recession that we had, like in 08 and rebuilding our workforce or whatever. And he noticed that there was such a lack of man job, like man workers. And he said it trended and <laughs> and like from the '50s, in the '50s. Every man was looking for a, quote, masculine job, a work with your hands, work with your brain, work with your feet. You work with, you know, physical labor jobs. And then after that, it just kind of fell off. And we've never gotten that same number back that we had back in the 50s because every, you know, there's more office jobs. You've got more. It's
0: called trades. Yeah. Honestly, he's talking of trades.
1: Absolutely, he is. And he was talking about the dirty jobs that men don't do anymore we have a man problem in our country
0: yeah yeah exactly i, I agree with that totally mm-hmm. and you know the other thing about this article that kind of i don't know made me wander is you know you can let's use that same scenario go back to 2004 the reason that a lot of guys like to go to hooters back then same reason they do today but back then you could say it was magnified, and it's the attention-getting factor, right? You know, this was before the internet. and Well, well yeah. 2004, the internet was around, not near as prevalent as what it is today, especially when you combine that with the fact that you have apps everywhere that show women's cleavage, right?
1: All over the place, yeah.
0: Showing women's, quote-unquote, assets. Yes. Right. <laughs> You yes. couldn't get that near as much in 2004. You had to go out and find it. Well, where would okay. you find it? You could find it at Hooters.
1: Easily. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> as to where now, you can find it everywhere. So I wonder if Hooters is just kind of like people just yawn and walk right past it. You know? Oh,
1: maybe. Maybe. I don't
0: know. Yeah. Just guessing. Mm-hmm. Just guessing. That's a good but,
1: point. Yeah. yeah. I don't
0: know. but
1: But also back in 2004, it wasn't such a, it wasn't a big deal when men went in to have wings and a beer with their buddies and gawked you know
0: yeah now uh, Well, yeah now you're all chauvinist pigs yeah assholes that are somehow somehow n- or another exploiting women
1: right and right the women
0: are the one that signed up to do the job
1: right yeah so back then it was it, such a different world
0: yeah
1: <clears throat> how weird is that I,
0: I don't know i contend boobs have nothing to do with hooters going down <laughs> i contend it doesn't right. i mean it, look at it this way you go to tiktok mm-hmm well, what the hell's the trend that's coming on TikTok right now? On the way home today from Louisville, Cody and I are sitting in the Yukon. And right now, a trend. Thank God it hadn't popped up on my For You page, but it has on Cody's. Where,
1: it hasn't on mine either, so I was on it this afternoon. <laughs> where
0: these women are trying to sneak a nipple, oh god, an, an uncovered nipple, into the video. And it might just be a split second, which they all were you know a quick hit like to where you look at it and you go holy crap that's a nipple and then it just they just go to dancing or something or, or coming out or just doing normally what they do surely
1: not no it is
0: it's a true it's sh-
1: it's a trend
0: it's a trend right now on it's tiktok okay. so that tells me boobs aren't out <laughs> <laughs> no
1: well boobs aren't out because the women some of the women that are on there you know the ones i feel like the most viral videos sometimes if it's not a baby being the cutest thing in the world <laughs> it's these women that are halfway dressed and showing almost everything that they have
0: yeah so yeah.
1: that gets views yeah
0: exactly so exactly
1: well, i'm just disgusting
0: well while we're talking about restaurants you want to keep going with it sure all right from the daily caller Chick-fil-A testing plant forward sandwich. Ugh. Don't do this, Chick-fil-A.
1: I think they already did. I think oh, they priced it at like seven or eight bucks. Seven bucks.
0: bucks. You yeah. See, you've done your homework and you didn't even know you did. Yeah. Great job, Jessica. It's Great job. Hello, Jessica.
1: It's my life. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy reading news articles.
0: Chick-fil-A launched a new vegan cauliflower sandwich on February 13 in three cities. Chick-fil-A announced they are testing the $7. Good job. Plant-based sandwich in Denver, Colorado, Charleston, South Carolina, and Greensboro, North Carolina. The colors the cauliflower, this is what gets me here. Listen to this. Mm -hmm. The cauliflower sandwich is not considered vegetarian or vegan because it's cooked in oil used to fry chicken sandwiches.
1: So what's the story here?
0: That's what we're going to talk about. (laughs) You have Burger King came out with their Impossible Burger. It seems like, does McDonald's have a, a fake burger?
1: I don't know. I feel like all their...
0: <laughs> I'll tell you what, that place we ate yesterday uh, by Churchill Downs, yeah. Wagner's, his mm-hmm. little hole-in-the-wall restaurant, mm-hmm. that tastes like a vegetable burger. Okay. It was awful. Yeah. Completely awful. But
2: Their
1: breakfast was phenomenal. <laughs> I got the wrong thing then. But I,
0: a cauliflower sandwich, I don't like cauliflower, period. I do. You do? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Chick-fil-A, just, I've always liked them. Not I'm, Obviously, their food is really good, but I've mm-hmm. just really liked them because they're a Christian company.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They've owned being a Christian. They're Christians. closed on
1: Sunday.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They don't fall to the woke mob. Yeah. and
1: But w- I, why is this even a story? Because it's not vegan-
0: that's the part that got me. Yeah. In this same article, it starts out with Chick-fil-A launched a new vegan cauliflower sandwich. Then, as you read on a couple paragraphs, the cauliflower sandwich is not considered vegetarian or vegan. Because it's cooked in oil, used to fry chicken sandwiches. I bet you what they're going to do is they're testing this out to see if people like really like it and it sells.
1: Or would this be considered an attack on Chick-fil-A because... They are a Christian company.
0: Uh, I thought about that too. Yeah, it was from the Daily Caller though, which is not a bad website. They're not really the attacking type, uh, but you don't like the Daily Caller? Yeah, they're not I my do. favorite.
1: It's not my. It, I mean, whatever. I okay, whatever. Epoch yeah. Times is not my favorite, but they have some solid. They have solid stories, right? But you know, I right. don't know.
0: So I don't know. I I just it's kind of interesting. It is. I just don't want to see. A Christian great company, Com- yeah, company going anywhere towards special interest. And if you're a vegan, I don't care. I, it's perfectly fine with me. I know yeah. that I've never met a vegan that's walked up to me and said, you should be a vegan. You know, <laughs> most people that are vegans. I, I
1: haven't either. <laughs> I, yeah,
0: they don't like shove it down your throat. Yeah. But most vegans, I think, do it for some health, health benefit purpose. that they personally want and like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, huh. There are a few vegans that do it because they're animal rights Nazis and yeah. think that using the uh, animals that God gave us to uh, as food is mm. just a horrible, horrible thing.
1: I feel like there's a lot of pizza places that offer a cauliflower crust and people make their own cauliflower crust. So I don't think that this is that big of a deal because it's a different, it's just a different option. Okay. You know? Okay. But I don't know. I mean, I could be totally way off base. I have no idea. Nor do I care that much because I will still support Chick-fil-A because their chicken is fantastic.
0: <laughs> it is. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I wouldn't stop going yeah. there because of this. I'm No. Just,
1: I just hope they're not going woke. And I'm not going to... And I, I
0: hope, yes. Yeah. That's exactly right. I hope they are not being influenced by a woke crowd to yeah. do this. I hope this is some sort of customer survey they went over. Yeah. You know, for some reason they're getting feedback that they need more... Mm-hmm cauliflower (laughs) options (laughs) oh i gotcha okay so you say we're allowed to um shoot feral cows in new mexico right supposedly yeah okay well i that's kind of weird really but i don't know Uh uh-oh This is like the second New York update we've had, and we were talking about shooting feral cows in New Mexico. From the Daily News, headline, alligator discovered in Brooklyn's Prospect Park Lake.
1: Hmm. It's
0: a little bit far north for an alligator, wouldn't you say?
1: Uh, Yeah. Okay.
0: A four-foot-long alligator dubbed Godzilla was rescued from... (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was funny, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) i'm reading this verbatim i mean word for word so a four foot long alligator dubbed godzilla was rescued from prospect park on sunday a specimen the parks department believes was illegally released into the brooklyn green space park maintenance staff spotted the very lethargic cold-blooded reptile in poor condition i would imagine you know but uh on sunday morning and they i guess they took it to the uh the local zoo to get taken care of, but, uh, said went on in this story to say American alligators do not live in the wild North of North Carolina, according to the Florida fish and wildlife conservation commission. And, uh, the reptiles rely on the climate and sunlight to keep them warm. And they stop feeding when temperatures dip below 55 degrees. Boy, I wish I did that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. But anyway, I, I,
1: That's kind of like the armadillo migration.
0: (laughs) Well, the rattlesnake migration. (laughs) Yeah. Whenever I was a kid,
1: things that make you go,
0: huh? Yeah. (laughs) When I was a kid, rattlesnakes were only in Texas. Really? Okay. No, I grew up
1: with rattlesnakes in Arkansas. You did? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm still a little bit older than you. Yeah. But you've you've probably had rattlesnakes the whole time. Yeah. But, like, you know, Bo and Ashley live just south of Harrisburg, Illinois. Yes. And they've got rattlesnakes down there, right? Yes, yes. And we don't have them here, right? I don't like that. Not I never, yet. I never knew. Whenever, I... okay, as a kid, I went to Camp Ondesonc Mm-hmm. down there. It's a, it's a Catholic camp for just summer camp
1: in Ozark, and, right? Ozark, Illinois.
0: Yeah, I think it's, it's down there somewhere uh-huh. in the Shawnee. Yeah. But anyway, not once in that bro- brochure that I remember did they talk anything about you know rattlesnakes being in the area. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm just. I don't know. And now they are there. Yeah. Huh. So, like, what the hell's going on? How come this alligator's up there?
1: Do you think somebody let
0: it loose? Well, that brings my next question. <laughs> Who in the hell goes out and catches an alligator and transports it from... <laughs> florida up to new york well yeah. you know what? It's, it's getting kind of winter time
2: i'll just, <laughs> just drop this thing out.
0: off in this pond it might make it it might not
1: yeah i don't know about an alligator but i do know that i could i know personally some hillbillies that would definitely pick up a family of armadillos and bring them up here and just drop them off see what happens
0: <laughs> just for the fun of it
1: just to be a hillbilly. <laughs> I don't know how.
0: I wonder how far north armadillos go.
1: Uh, They're up here now, and they used to not be
0: up here, like around Mount Carmel. Yeah,
1: there was one ran over in the middle of the road on my way down to Marion one time. I'm like, that was not Uh, an. Wait, that's uh, south of
0: here. That's down in rattlesnake land.
1: Barely south of here. That is barely south of here. Carmi is not that south of here. I have never seen an
0: armadillo in my life. They're coming. Okay.
1: You've never seen one, like, in real life, ever? I've never.
0: No. As a matter of fact, if you showed me a picture of one, I'm not sure oh, that I'd, the be ugliest able to, looking I, things. I'd be able to identify it.
1: It's like a roly-poly, just a giant one with a tail. Really? Yeah, and a snout.
0: I mean... They're
1: are, ugly. Are they
0: kind of like a possum or something?
1: Yeah, kind of. Really? But just, like, with a hard shell.
0: A hard shell?
1: But it's skin.
0: Do they get feisty? <laughs> I don't think so.
1: <laughs> Hmm. I don't think they like play like a possum does. Okay, they you know, like only play dead or
0: yeah. Act. I'll be damned. Didn't know that. I don't
1: know. I don't know that I've ever done a whole lot of research on our armadillos because they were just such rodents. I mean, why would you? <laughs> I don't know. They're the ugliest looking things.
0: <laughs> Did you have those in Arkansas? Oh yeah, armadillos. Oh yeah, we had okay. a family
1: friend who jumped out of the car one time and just chased one down, <laughs> caught it by its tail and hung. You know, it was really funny. Kill it. No. Okay. I don't know what he did with it. He I just mean that's what we do with possums
0: or well, I used to do with possums around here. Actually I never did that, but I watched some other people do it. It
1: there they are some they are some ugly looking animals. Okay. Well yeah. rodent.
0: Hmm. Yuck. Okay. Huh. So uh I
1: wonder if there's a website that we could do like armadillo spottings. <laughs>
0: Anyways, Surely go not. on to the
1: next story. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, so I gosh. guess
0: uh, Nikki Haley has announced that she's going to run for president. Okay. So mm-hmm. what do you think about that?
1: I think there's a lot of people that are going to run for president. I don't think a whole lot about Nikki Haley. I think she's a good-looking gal. I think she's a pretty woman. Yeah, yeah. I am. Mean, yeah. She's attractive.
0: Yeah, she was yeah. governor of South Carolina, I believe. Uh-huh. But then she quit it because Trump wanted her to be
1: something in his Some ambassador mm-hmm. and
0: she did that for a little bit and quit so yeah. here's what i'm seeing with nikki haley
1: she didn't finish a whole lot. she
0: quit being a governor and then she quit working for trump mm-hmm. and then she also said a long time ago that she wasn't she would never run for trump or run against trump if trump wanted to run again someday mm-hmm. and here we go
1: yeah and she also requires um, a vaccine card at her events
0: is there any connection and don't make it up Is there any connection between Nikki Haley and Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum?
1: I don't know if she's on that young world leaders uh, list of people. I don't know. There is a list of people like there. It's very interesting, the people that are on there, because like Maria Bartiromo with Fox News is on that list Um, and other people are on that
0: list. So, I
1: I don't know if Nikki Haley's on that list or not. Okay. Yeah. I'm
0: thinking I saw that she was, but don't, folks, don't quote me on that. Mm -hmm. Not at all.
1: Mm -hmm. Not at all. But it was really funny. They did have a flyer that floated around Twitter for a minute that said, oh, you've got to be fully vaxxed to go to her events. So, that's funny. Yeah.
0: But that, but that, I read that too on Mm -hmm. Twitter, and that was from two years ago.
1: No. The date on
0: that flyer was two years ago. If we saw the same flyer, okay. and I don't think it was Nikki Haley that actually said, and I'm no big Nikki Haley fan, yeah, but I don't think it was Nikki Haley that actually said that. I think it was the venue that she was at was requiring that. Okay, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. I think. Well, here I am, like America first, and I I would just prefer not to have a venue that requires anything like that if I'm going to be a candidate for anything. Yeah. So, but. Yeah. Regardless, regardless, anything that requires a mandate, vaccine, passport, whatever, I think is.
0: So did you hear what World Don California Lemon had to say about Nikki Haley? No,
1: I didn't. And Don Lemon, big, CNN. I'm not a fan of him. So.
0: The same Don Lemon that CNN does not allow to drink alcohol and be on air anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, Don Lemon says Nikki Haley isn't in her prime isn't ends it i've got the sound bite here. okay so
1: <laughs> i can't wait to
0: hear this, <laughs> yeah, this is, you know don's not allowed to get drunk on cnn anymore so he can't talk drunk you say stupid shit like this i don't think you need to be speaking sober either listen to
2: this this whole talk about age makes me uncomfortable i think that i think it's the wrong road to go down she says people you know politicians or something are not in their prime nikki haley isn't in her prime sorry when a woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s and 30s and Maybe 40s. What are you talking? Wait, I, that's not according to me. Prime for what? Uh, it depends. I mean, it's just like prime. If you look it up, it'll. Say, if you look, if you Google when is a woman in her prime, it'll say <laughs> 20s, 30s, and 40s. I don't necessarily. 40s. It. Oh, I got it. i I agree with that. So I think she has to be <laughs> careful about saying that. You know, politicians aren't in their prime You need, need to, to qualify. you talking about prime for like childbearing, or are you talking about prime I mean, for being president? the Just say what the facts are. Google it. Everybody at home. When is a woman in her prime? It says 20s, 30s, and 40s. And I'm just saying Nikki Haley should be careful about saying that politicians are not in their prime. And they need to be in their prime when they serve. Because she wouldn't be in her prime according to Google Google or whatever it is.
0: Okay, so so the official program researcher while on air, that would be Hello Jessica, because I allow her to have a a computer. While this soundbite was playing, I asked her, Google right now, what does it say? When is a woman in her prime?
1: Okay, the funniest part about this is this has had 1.15 trillion <laughs> searches.
0: That many people, since yes. this stupid ass said this, what, yes. Well, when is a woman in her prime? Yeah,
1: so when is a woman in her prime at um, primewomen.com three days ago updated their website and says after the age of 50.
0: They're out of their prime after the age of 50.
1: Most women are in their prime after the age of 50. After the age of 50. That's what this says. Yep.
0: I just think it's funny that the CNN host Don Lemon Mm -hmm. uh, based his research here on Google.
1: (laughs) You can look it up. 20s or 30s, maybe even 40s. Like, prime for what? I think you're talking about childbearing, but then you would have to actually identify what a woman was. So I think that he was like backtracking as he was talking and he didn't make any sense. He talked
0: himself into a corner. Oh
1: yeah. Like most liberal ide- ideology, they have no there's no foundation for anything that they say.
0: So. so okay, so so Don, Don, if Nikki is not in her prime, was Hillary in her prime? Oh. <laughs> oh Elizabeth Warren, Nancy Pelosi, I mean you oh. want you open up the can of worms, let's talk about it.
1: Yeah. Right? I don't know that he's going to have much of a job. Here in the next (laughs) five years. That thing says
0: prime is over fifty. Over the age of fifty. As
1: far as having wisdom and verve and the experience to use both wisely, most women are in their prime after the age of fifty.
0: I'll be damn. Yeah. So prime does not mean childbearing age then, does it?
1: I think that's what he was referring to. I think that's what I think he was probably referring to childbearing and um go getting your you know, like Life before
0: your joints hurt.
1: Yeah, well, life before anything—I don't know. I don't know that guy. He's full of baloney. That's for sure. He looks like a piece of baloney. So I'm not, I'm not a fan of baloney. If you don't Me know, neither. yuck. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Although, if I want to lose weight, like I say, I need to. I need to start eating a little more baloney. <laughs>
1: Gross.
0: Moving on. Okay. <laughs> From your epoch times another one that's not your favorite but you can handle it i love that. I, I, I mean like i times. love
1: the epoch times and i okay. i love the epoch times but i'm not a huge fan of their their entire platform i was comparing them with daily caller like i can handle the daily caller i i can handle some of the okay craziness that comes with the epoch times okay so, like their app is
0: terrible so here's your headline <laughs> <laughs> New medical codes for COVID vaccination status raise concerns among experts. Have you heard about oh, this? Oh,
1: like the medical codes—the codes that they use for insurance.
0: One code is being for uh, one code is for being "quote unquote" unvaccinated for COVID nineteen. I guess this is—you kind of touched on this last, last week, week, but I didn't yeah. have a story in front of me. Mm-hmm. Um, this kind of goes right along with it. That code may be assigned when the patient has not received at least one dose of any COVID-19 vaccine, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention the CDC, which implemented the new codes in 2022 states in a document outlining the codes. Another code is for being partially vaccinated or having at least one dose of a COVID-19 vaccine, but not having received enough doses to meet the CDC's definition of fully vaccinated. The goal of the codes, hear me, Uh is, quote, to track people who are not immunized or only partially immunized. Immunized, according to the CDC. So, and
1: why do we need to track?
0: That's the question. Why? Why? I, there was a piece in this article that said something along the lines of, so the fully vaccinated no has the ability to know.
2: Uh-uh.
0: Well, if you're fully vaccinated, then the vaccine's so awesome. Why the hell do you even care if uh-huh. the person beside you is unvaccinated? Uh-huh. I want to know that. There's no answer. There is no answer. It's like... The other thing that I want to know is where in these codes can you apply natural immunity? You know, people that's got it and got over it. I don't know. Another thing that I thought is there's no codes for whether you got the flu vaccine every year or whether you didn't, and I don't know. This seems like a scary slope, and I got a feeling it's not a good one. The, the, the reason they want to know who's unvaccinated versus vaccinated is it's not for good reasons.
1: Well, I, I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but this all comes from the World Health Organization. And I don't know that I put two and two together. Whenever I told you about Rachel the, um, Walensky, CD- yeah. Walensky, the CDC director, she was saying we need to have the power to get this information and, and we need to be able to do that at any given time so that we know who's vaccinated, who's not vaccinated. Well, why do you need to know that? Well, the Wor- World Health Organization is saying we need this information. We want this information. You want to know why? Because they want to be put in charge of everybody's health During the next pandemic that goes global. That's why. Yeah. These unelected people want to be in charge of the entire world. Yep. The entire population, everything. Yep. The next time a quote pandemic or plandemic happens. Right. So I'm, I'm not dumb to this. Well, another thing, I will not go to the doctor. Even if I have strep throat for five days, I will go see a functional before I go anywhere.
0: If they start doing this.
1: Oh, they've, they've already started doing it. They have? Yes. Asking if you've been vaccinated or unvaccinated so they can check a box. They've they've tested it in areas. Yes. Oh, okay. Not in every area. We will be the last because we're so rural.
0: Yeah. Rural. Rural. Yeah. But, you know, the other thing I kind of wonder is what's health insurance companies going to do with this information once they get it? it? When they see that somebody is not vaccinated or, I mean, is there going to be a subsidy from the federal government to punish via higher... Um, higher, uh, deductibles, higher social credit score insurance rates for people that yeah. who are unvaccinated, like yeah, there would know. be an incentive for the health insurance companies to try to rip people like me and you off more.
1: See, I don't know. I feel like there's going to come a reckoning and I don't know how it's going to happen, but in my heart, in my stomach, I feel like it's going to just fall apart and crumble at the base and the foundation of all of it. So we're not going to have to deal with it. That's what I feel in my soul. <laughs> Really? I don't, I don't know why I feel that way. That's just how I feel. So I just don't put a whole lot of thought into it. I'm going to take care of mine, my family. I'm going to continue to do the onion water when I want to. <laughs> oh,
0: gosh. I think I'd rather tell case. him I'm unvaccinated. Listen,
1: Jared said that he would do that if he felt pretty bad. So whatever. He's into that.
0: I'd have to feel damn bad. We've got
1: uh, other listeners that kind of believe what I have to say. Uh,
0: you, we've had emails that people believe just like you do. <laughs> I just don't.
1: <laughs> I think it's all connected and it's very scary. Speaking of George Soros and the World Health, I don't think he's the World Health Organization, is he? No.
0: Uh, no, he's just a huge billionaire <sighs> who backs every Democrat that.
1: Did you hear who he endorsed?
0: Who was it?
1: DeSantis. He said he will be the next Republican nominee
0: last week uh, with uh, his own weird accent you know what's funny is all these okay he's not the only one saying DeSantis even on Twitter it's just tons of polls you know who's going to sure, be the next yeah, president yeah. blah 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 yeah did I miss something because I'm pretty sure that DeSantis has not even said he's going to run for president
1: okay they sure are pushing his polls pretty they are pushing him hard everywhere so uh and then and then Klaus
0: Schwab well Catterd had a uh turd had a poll on just the other day Trump versus DeSantis. And I I clicked on it and Trump was winning by like 14 points. Yeah. It was a lot. Yeah. So, and Cat Turd's from Florida. So I, of course he's, he's now national, but everybody knows who Cat Turd is. But it's very
1: interesting. It's just all very interesting. I think it's way too soon to even.
0: I'm not worried about it. Not the least. Mm -mm. So, um, the Daily Caller. (laughs) Again. Again. Okay. It's just. Like I said, I scrambled for news today. Hey, I like I, it. I found some good stuff. I, I like it. Okay. So right. you remember uh, two weeks ago, maybe or maybe it was just last week. I don't know. Time gets away from me. That the uh, pro-lifers, the yeah, the pro-life Catholic kids got kicked out of the yeah. Smithsonian.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: This isn't the first time this happened. Except this time, it didn't happen at the Smithsonian. It happened at the National Archives. Oh. I never read the story. I guess it happened in the National Archives a while back. In D.C.? Yeah. Okay. But I never read the story. I didn't, I never found, I, which was kind of weird. I would have thought the people that I would have followed would have picked that up, and I would have got a hold of that earlier. But mm-hmm. anyway, it happened a while back. Well, right now, the headline here is Ted Cruz, GOP colleagues call for National Archives to explain why pro-life students were kicked out. Mm. So Republican Texas Senator Ted Cruz and a group of GOP lawmakers in the U.S. House and Senate sent a letter Thursday to the National Archives calling for the agency to explain why pro-life students were kicked out of the museum for wearing pro-life apparel. Cruz was joined by 22 of his colleagues in the House and Senate. uh, Republican Texas representative, this guy I really, really like, Chip Roy. Yeah. You like him? Yes. I do too was the lead on the letter in the House. As you likely already know, there are no laws, rules, or regulations prohibiting members of the public from wearing pro-life attire or apparel inside the National Archives Museum, Cruz wrote in the letter. The National Archives apologized February 10th. Many in the group wearing pro-life apparel will receive a personal tour and an apology in an agreement reached by the ACLJ and the Archives. So that's how behind on that story I am. Okay. But how about this all-out war on pro-lifers? I told you. I, I knew I was right. Whenever the FBI, last week in that story, they said they're coming after Catholics.
1: Yep. Yeah, you did.
0: I, I, and, and This just proves it. Huh. You know, first it's a Smithsonian. And now it's this place, and and then internal documents that was leaked to the media. The FBI is going after Catholics. I, what do you what do you think God thinks about this?
1: I I think that the people will be if they stand their ground and they don't give in. Um, for being pro-life, you know, because it's so easy whenever whenever you're made a public mockery of it's so easy to say, oh, I recant, you know, but if I th- I think that they'll be rewarded in this life and afterwards if they stand their ground.
0: Yeah, could be.
1: But that's my I mean, that's my opinion.
0: I, I initially I hope
1: so. initially thinking about it. Yeah. So um, that kind of goes along with the Asbury College thing. This revival that's happening down there.
0: Right. I didn't hear yeah. anything about that till today. But I've been well, disconnected. It's been,
1: it's been made national news. Like, Tucker Carlson reported on it. He had a whole segment of it.
0: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: So, they've they've been doing church service for a while now. Maybe a week and a half or so now. So, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. It's good. Okay. No, it's good.
0: So, while we're talking about pro-life, mm-hmm. I got a Facebook message from a fella. And it's not generally the best way to get a hold of me, but if it's really good... And I have time, and I actually think about it during show prep. Which today I was scrambling for show prep.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll, I might do this once in a while. So this guy's name is Perry Barnhill. I don't know where he's from or anything like that, but he uh, he sent me a message, and it said regarding your podcast, you made a comment regarding abortion. You made an you made an amazing statement. Excuse me, as I probably will hack it up. You said my conception does not. Uh, have something, my existence, that was the, uh, the, the guy, the guy that yeah. w- his mom decided his raped mother, the only reason he came into existence is because his mother was raped. Uh, she decided to go in and have, have the kid have him. Yes. And then he was put up for adoption.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: So his statement basically was, uh, my conception does not determine the value of my existence. And like, I was, I heard that and like Mike drop. Right? Uh-huh. Well, fella goes on and, and he says, uh, that totally made me think. On the flip side, if a female is minding her own business and gets raped, do you feel like, do you feel she should be required to keep the child? She is traumatized and victimized and now every day she has to look at the child and be reminded of the horrible incident. True. She could put the kid up for adoption, but still for nine months, she will relive the horrific ordeal. In caps, Absolutely love your podcast. Just looking at the other side of the abortion debate, you guys rock. Thank you, Perry. I'm I love the fact that we have thinkers around here, and you bring up a you bring up exactly what the pro-choice movement. I mean, that's their point. That's what they think, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the mother didn't deserve this. She didn't ask for this, nor did she put herself in a position to be here. But she's going to be faced with the consequences of that. And it's a horrible deal. It's a horrible deal. But the way that I look at it is the end game, the end result, what is the best way to get to the end result? To kill somebody is going to have a result too. And I believe the child's conceived. This is just my belief, and I'm a man. And, Jess, you can interject anytime here. But to kill somebody, there's going to be a result there, too. And what does that look like? I can guarantee you that fella's TikTok that we played there a few weeks ago. I can guarantee you. I don't know these people from the back of my hand, front of my hand, or wherever. That mother that had that child and gave him up for adoption did not hold one ounce of guilt in her heart about anything. Mm -hmm. Nothing. And I'm sure that God's got a special place for her Mm -hmm. whenever the day comes.
1: Pregnancy is such a cool thing. It's an amazing, it's a miracle. It's a miracle in itself that conception haps, happens. And to to happen to conceive a baby under those circumstances is a, is a miracle. You never hear about the women and the testimonies that have had abortions. You never hear about the psychological trauma, that birth date, the due date, that they never forget their entire life. They know that th- there is a date there, a due date. You never hear about the absolute mess these women are going through their abortion after their abortion after the fact they have that forever they have a connection with that person who they conceived with it is a mental devastate it's mentally devastating to any woman to kill a baby and you never hear about that you go and you go and find some testimonies of women who've had abortions But pregnancy is such an amazing thing and God's grace takes all of the pain away. That's just kind of like women who've had a terrible birthing experience and they, or some, a woman who's had a lot of pain during, during her childbirth experience and she goes, I would do it again tomorrow, you know, (laughs) just to have this baby. Yeah. Because it's, it is so amazing and it's giving life, um, I I, you know the situation that was my point that was my point the other day whenever we were talking about that is because that is a tough conversation to have why would you want to carry your rapist baby for nine months that is a real conversation number one this happens so very rarely in in the United States it is not even really on the radar so people who are pro choice and they say you know what about those women who get raped and have babies well that happens so very little abortion is there for convenience period like that's what that's why they fight so hard for it it's not for the people who are raped and that conceive um but pregnancy in itself alone of being raped or you know being married or not or having a baby out of what regardless Pregnancy is amazing, and if you and I know women are miserable, and they they say they're miserable, and they gain a million pounds, and then they feel terrible afterwards, and then they have postpartum depression. I'm telling you what, if you can do the whole mind over matter. Remember when I was telling you about how I had to get my mind over walking into that ice cold water when we were in Mexico? Mm-hmm. I just went for it and did it, and like I I just. Kind of trusted the process. I knew I wasn't going to die. I wasn't in any harm's way.
0: <laughs> right. People
1: do it all the time.
0: However, things might still be uncomfortable. It's,
1: it was uncomfortable, yeah. But I knew, like, just mind over matter. When I got pregnant with Alden, I prayed, God, I'm not going to be mad at my husband this entire pregnancy. And I wasn't mad at you. Did I have. For what? I didn't rape you. But there's women who are so, <laughs> they're so mad at their husbands the entire time. And during labor and after labor. Oh my gosh, Ryan. Oh, it is a okay. known thing. Okay, okay. It's a known thing. The husband is always the problem. When I was so nauseous, we would joke, we would laugh at each other. You've poisoned me. Yes, you've poisoned me. Yeah. <laughs> ha, 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 ha 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 But I remember looking at you whenever I was in the hospital getting my epidural, saying how much I loved you because that's what I asked for. I asked God. <laughs> I said, God, give me joy, and I can't wait to meet this baby. I am so excited. It makes it brings tears to my eyes just thinking about it. But um, I didn't want the regular, the normal, the painful. This, the terrible. That now. Was my birthing experience something that I That's don't, a whole nother it, story. It is. It is. But I'm gonna tell you something. I could have done things differently and I will next time. But, anyways, I prayed that I would have a healthy, fantastic pregnancy and I would be happy during it. And I was. I went to Israel five, six months pregnant. That was amazing. I was mm-hmm. baptized in the Jordan River. That was freaking amazing. With my baby in my womb. Right. <laughs> Talk about surreal. Um,
0: well, raped or not. I-
1: but pregnant, what I'm saying is it, you have so much going on in your body. And with pregnancy being such a miracle as it is, there's nothing saying that God can't take. His grace can take all of that pain away. And with you being a man, you can't. You have no idea what it's like to have another human in your body.
0: Nope, don't have any idea. Never will. It is, such, and neither will Leah Thomas.
1: It is a. Amaz- it is such an amazing thing that happens the entire time if you allow. I. I If you allow that to happen, you know, if you can accept the grace that God has and he has for you and has already, he's already provided that for you. You just have to accept it and embrace it and go through it. And I'm not saying that it wouldn't be a hard process. I'm saying it would be a mind over matter over heart. If that makes any sense.
0: Well, you know, here's another Perry. Another thing that I was thinking is, you know, God designed us from his image. So, you would think that our God would say, "Yes, um, ma'am, you you were raped, and it did result in in a in a child that you had absolutely nothing to do with." But it's just now it's with you. He or she is with you. So you would think that God would kind of understand the the human side of the woman and saying, "Well." God, I don't want this baby. I didn't ask for this. I, I'm going to get rid of it. You, you, you didn't do this. You didn't. You didn't do this for me. This happened to me. Mm-hmm. I didn't do this for myself. This just happened to me. So surely you would understand that I don't want. I don't want this child. I'm going to get rid of it. And w- we would like to think, yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. Pro- I, I bet God. I don't. I shouldn't say I bet. I. I think God would probably understand exactly where your heart's at in those statements. But what I know. And I don't think I know that if a raped woman ends up having the child and giving the child up for adoption, I know God supports that.
2: Uh-huh.
0: So there's where my answer comes from. Uh-huh. It's it's solely based on Christianity and 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 life
1: uh-huh. and
0: the value that I think life has.
1: And remember that baby didn't do anything.
0: And the that was the other thing I was getting ready to ask you you're exactly right the baby's still the innocent one in all of this mm-hmm. I mean you have a guilty dad and you have an innocent mother but you also have an innocent baby baby mm-hmm. I wonder in a situation where a woman has been raped and I'll never I doubt that I would ever know this the mother carries the child around and the child is moving in her womb kicking her. You know, pushing against her. You, you tell me all the time whenever me and Alden fall asleep together and he's like pushing me away with his legs. Yeah. You're like, yeah, deal with that for nine months inside my womb. That's exactly <laughs> what he did whenever he was with me. Yeah. You know, I wonder if the woman who might be carrying a child that is the product of a rape, I wonder if there would be some sort of emotional connection right there. Absolutely. When Absolutely. that baby starts moving around, even mm. though it was totally not her fault.
1: Like I said, I th- I believe that God's grace takes this pain away, replaces it with something fanta- so phenomenal you can't even touch it or describe it because it's unexplainable, because it's supernatural, because that's who God is. And I really think that all of that would just go away, and the only explanation would be God, because, it, yeah. because life is such a miracle.
0: Right. And that's that- not to say that it wouldn't be easy and that's not to say it's going to be easy mm-hmm. or would be easy mm-hmm. but in situations like where, like you have described um that's that's where you need that, this is why church is important and a and yeah. a strong strong moral people around you mm-hmm. you know that, that they're going to be your support group to help you through all this
1: yeah but like i said i i think i think it accounts out of all the um pregnancies that happen from from I think out of all the abortions that happen, it's like point oh it's point w- two percent or point yeah one it f- two percent. It's something. It's so it, it is, is so, so minuscule compared to yeah. the abortion as a whole. Yeah, like
0: the, I was being promiscuous, got yeah. knocked up, and I don't want the baby. Yeah,
1: it's a convenience. thing.
0: Convenience. Yeah,
1: but they sell it, and, and they they make it really confusing. Oh yeah, exactly. And, and convincing. Well, what if your sister or your mother or your your <clears throat> your wife got raped and then got conceived and you know what if well yeah that's a terrible terrible situation that would be a hard conversation to have
0: yeah yeah we speak of this standing on the sideline here where we've never dealt with it or anything i like i said i'm just trying to answer things in the most Mm -hmm. christian way uh that i possibly can and my heart is always with life is precious Mm -hmm. That child, should that child be allowed to be born, will probably end up being, as I've said a million times on this program, somebody's best friend. Uh-huh. Uh, another person very likely could fall in love with that person, and they make kids who turn out to be fantastic individuals.
1: But somebody's going to raise that baby, you know. Yes, and, and, and that baby, and that baby didn't the, do-
0: the joy and the light of a yep. mom and a dad's mm-hmm. family that couldn't have a kid. Yep, yep. You know, I,
1: that baby didn't do. They didn't do nothing wrong.
0: <clears throat> There's now, your answer. Innocent. I, I, I hope it's okay. That's the, that's the best I can do. And if somebody wants to argue with me about it and just say, well, but still, they were raped and blah, 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 blah. Do you know? Go ahead. You you, you think what you think. You, mm-hmm. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I just tried to explain to you why I think the way that I think. Yeah. And Jess thinks the way she thinks. Final story. You Ready? Yes. Oh.
1: Why are we going to talk about that deep
0: stuff? Because it makes for good listening. <laughs> And it's real life.
1: I mean, yeah. And it's
0: a message that needs to be sent out there. Nobody talks about that kind of stuff. Yeah. But it is real life.
1: Yeah. And men can sit there and say, you as a woman, you really are not allowed to have an opinion on this because this is my opinion and it's not going to change. Let me tell you something. You're not allowed to be pregnant. You don't have the hormones and all of the the equipment to be pregnant and experience a baby growing inside of you. And it is the most amazing thing Mm -hmm. ever.
0: Yep, I will never know.
1: Ever. Your body is doing some really cool stuff. Yep. At the entire time and even afterwards. Yep. It's just awesome. So, anyways.
0: So, I've saved this story right here for the last of the program. Uh Uh-oh. The official petroleum geologist of the Bushels and Barrels program, Mr. Ross Bassnett, Uh has sent me a couple TikTok links about things that this... Ohio train derailment.
1: I was going to ask you if you were going to mention Ohio. And
0: he sent me a couple of TikToks about it. And I, I don't need to go over what it was. Hell, everybody knows what this derailment was all, you know. Now they do. Now yeah. they do. Yeah. But um, from the Epoch Times, because I was crunched for times today. <laughs> headline, residents say they've broken out into rashes after East Palestine train derailment. Have you read any of this or heard of any of this?
1: Not at all.
0: Okay. A plume of chemicals from the train derailment was also detected heading toward he, heading down the Ohio River, although some Ohio environmental officials assert that they may largely be fire-retardant substances, substances used to put out the fire. Oh, Does that sound like a government statement? <laughs> yes. Oh, no, it has nothing to do with the chemicals. That is fire-retardant substances, mm-hmm. you're saying. hmm Yeah. I tell you what, if I god forbid and i hope this never happens if i ever an oil tank end up in a big ditch or a river i'm just going to tell them that's the fire retardant substances you're seeing that has nothing to do with the oil that came out of my tank (laughs) yeah (laughs) so this lady says i i i undressed to get in the shower and i had a rash all over the side of my face on both sides and all over my chest She also said, my boyfriend Chris also had a rash on his left side, and I mean to this moment right now, we have just a really low-grade constant headache. Uh, Dave Anderson, a farmer in nearby New Galley, Pennsylvania, told the Washington Post last week that both he and his family have experienced a burning sensation in the mouth, tongue, and lips about a day after the crash. Other symptoms reported include tongue swelling, runny nose, and watery eyes. Anderson added that our tongues feel like they have been scalded, like you drank something that was too hot. Oh. I don't think this stuff's bullshit. I, I, now, there are conspiracy theories galore out there. There are? Oh, yeah. The, the, the Well, one of them is what Ross sent me, a TikTok of it. And the TikTok said, and I, I, this is just what the TikTok said. I don't think this, but this is what the TikTok said. Who owns Norfolk Southern? The railway? That derailed the train. Blackrock. Right? I
1: mean that's not false information.
0: No, it's not. And then what was the other one? Who owns who owned I think the chemical that was in the in the uh <laughs> Blackrock. Well, you know what Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get that. And guess who who owns part of that hotel, the ROW NYC hotel while mm-hmm. these migrants are staying? BlackRock. I mean, mm-hmm. just because somebody owns a small percentage or a large percentage of something doesn't mean they're behind right. nefarious acts. Right. Here's what I want to know about this whole train derailment thing. Okay. Why is it for an entire week and a half, the only place I saw any of this story was on TikTok?
1: Good question.
0: I knew this train derailed the day after it derailed, February fourth. You didn't see anybody, any, and I I can't remember who it was. Somebody was messaging me back and forth on on Facebook, saying or TikTok, I mean, uh, saying that you know we need we need national attention about this. This and he was just, this person was just saying this last like Thursday, mm-hmm. and I said, well. Wednesday night, finally, Tucker said something about it and Bongino and, you know, your normal major outlets, right? Yes. But for it took them an entire week and a half to catch up to what I already saw on TikTok. And I'm not saying everything on TikTok's true, just like this conspiracy theory that Norfolk Southern and the chemical itself was all owned by BlackRock or whatever. Whatever. But I just don't think, yes, one person can say, yeah i went to this uh creek and there's some dead fish and it's because of we think it's because of this train derailment yeah anybody could say that but then when you get six ten twelve people saying it and then you see farmers that are out there close to it their chickens and cows have just died you know and, and i still see more and more of that okay you've got your hand raised go ahead hello jessica <laughs> go ahead go ahead i knew this was i knew this would make great conversation <laughs>
1: So, I, you you say TikTok. I got sucked in a little bit this afternoon. Okay. All right. Do you know, and I was on Twitter, so I was splitting my time between Twitter and TikTok. TikTok had a video saying this person lives in a mile and a half south of Palestine. Okay. Videoing goats, chickens, cows, same terrain, Dogs and cats inside their house, perfectly fine. He's like, I live an hour and a a mile and a half south of Palestine, Ohio. Huh. And everything is fine. I don't know where this is coming from. Stop spreading weird information. Oh, so, I see on Twitter, I'm like, what? So, the, it feeds over into Twitter. Of so, course. So, um, somebody's like, so is this just a disinformation thing going on? <laughs> and I don't dig into it other than that, because all I go is, huh, that's a, that's interesting. Okay.
0: Yes. Okay. So, you hear okay. all the other stories. Yeah. yeah. And then you hear this one. Mm-hmm. Like, my animals are fine. Right. Mm. So now,
1: all are all of these people lying? Is it just this one person lying? Are there multiple people that are totally fine?
0: Okay, I got a very important question not, for you.
1: Now, these are just observations that I've seen. I don't know that I believe anything that I hear.
0: Are you sure this guy said he was south?
1: South, north, east, west, does it matter? Yeah, it does. He's a, he's a mile and a half away.
0: But it, but it would matter.
1: Okay, because down downstream...
0: Well... Typically, mm-hmm. and I, I, I haven't looked at the winds the day they decided to uh, do the, quote unquote, controlled burn of these chemicals, <laughs> you know, where you saw the black mushroom <laughs> cloud going up in the sky. Yeah. But typically wind comes from the west and blows towards the east right it's not not always depending on certain weather i
1: don't know that this person was specific on where they where they're located
0: they just said a mile and a half yeah i got a feeling a mile and a half west of that town would be a hell of a lot different than a mile and a half east east i would say you're probably more likely to be in trouble west maybe not so much not to say that i want want to live either place i'm just yeah I'm, i'm i'm guessing here i don't know
1: And thinking about this Ohio thing. So, you know, there's like 1,100 derailments a year, right? Train derailments, right?
0: Every year, yes. Every
1: year. And now I'm like, Ryan, do you think our infrastructure is under attack? Are we under attack? Because all these trains are all of a sudden showing up. They're all derailing. I didn't realize so many trains. Well, it's every year. There's like 1,100 derailments every year. Why? I have no idea.
0: So basically three a day. (laughs)
1: That's crazy. <laughs>
0: well, that's just what it is. Yeah, think how many trains there are in the United that's States. That's true. They
1: sure do move a lot of stuff.
0: Yeah, um, and not all of them are catastrophes. I mean, <laughs> you know, what what gets me is so this thing happened, and I'm I, the 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 legacy media takes forever to report on it. Mm-hmm. hell, by the time they report on it, I'm like, well, I already heard all this shit, yeah. but I heard it from boots on the ground in the real world. Yeah. What, the other thing that cracks me up about it is since this happened, every Tom, Dick, and Harry with a phone is recording, <laughs> well, that semi just rolled over in the median, and look at the purple smoke coming out of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, there's this other, in Detroit, there's another train wreck, and it had the same stuff on board. Yeah. That vinyl chloride, or whatever the hell that stuff's called. Uh, but. I I, something like this happens and it makes everybody grab their phone and think everything is this is the next big thing this is all coordinated go ahead jessica hello jessica has her hand up again Go ahead.
1: <laughs> there was another guy who went out and said the fda changed the changed the warning label on vinyl chloride like the day before this burn happens <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like, these are real people saying... I think they're real people. They could be CGI, I guess. I don't know. But... Uh, so
0: so yeah, the FDA...
1: Went in and changed the vinyl chloride makeup Which hazardous. would mean they
0: could maybe burn it. Yeah. And get away with mm-hmm. it. Do yeah. you still have the EPA standing over you? That's what Whatever. gets me. You saw the footage of that black plume of smoke. <laughs> yeah,
1: it going. looked like a nuclear bomb. Oh my god! From what I've seen of Hiroshima, i like it kind of looked like that. And, and the government's
0: telling me I got to get rid of my freaking gas stove. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Come on, man! That's bullshit! Come on, man! <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have rolling well, blackouts because we we can't have this pollution. Although we will completely chemically nuke a town in Ohio.
1: This is all just weird. It's just so weird the media silence on it for so long. Well, I just and JD Vance was down there in that creek. Like, there's chemicals in this water and the groundwater and or in the ground. And
0: I'm not saying there's not. I'm it's not saying that's not a bad, odd. bad deal. Yeah. I, but you know, just like you, you have this guy on there that says, but you know what, Jess, you and I. We could make a video with Tucker out there, our dog, and say, mm-hmm. "Yeah, we live a mile away from the train tracks. Yeah, yeah. And, and and we're, we're fine. fine. Yeah, and nobody would know that we're not there. So That's true. you got to be careful about That's true. I who, know who you believe in what they say. I mean, I remember this one asshole did a TikTok that Joe Biden told him to dump oil on the ground.
1: <laughs> that was you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, know, I remember Why a couple other complying? assholes that Joe you... Biden was paying them to destroy crops. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so you got to be careful here here's the the biggest question is whenever you see something and 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 you wonder like okay you don't just immediately go to conspiracy theories and this is all organized this is a question you need to ask if this was purposeful what is the motive why
1: crickets yeah i don't know
0: and that here's the other thing that i want to know generally trains that i see go up and down the track i'm just applying some common sense here trains that i see going up and down the track some of them are unit trains just they're hauling nothing but grain and therefore you don't see a bunch of different kinds of cars Uh, most of them i see they're 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 carrying box cars with i don't know what in them they're carrying the the automobile hauler cars Mm mm-hmm and then you might see a string of fifteen tanks, who knows what they're hauling. Yeah. And then behind that you might have scrap metal being pulled, you know, in those those open containers. Yeah. And then and then you might go a little bit farther and see some brand new John Deere combines or ca- or cat equipment, you yeah. know, bulldozers military going through. Equipment. Military stuff going yeah. through. Mm-hmm. So if this was all planned, how in the hell did they make it so those vinyl chloride ones, <laughs> ones in the middle <laughs> is the ones that fell off the tracks? Right. You know, I right. just wanna know. Mm-hmm. So that's merely common sense speaking.
1: And you make such a good point because all these people just believe and a lot of people just believe the first thing that they hear and that it they take it as fact.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: When I see a TikTok, when I see a Twitter, unless it's coming from a source that I know has done their own research, <laughs> I don't believe it. I, I might believe maybe it maybe a quarter of it. I'm getting half half of the yeah. half the news. Yeah. Maybe. Exactly.
0: Half, maybe exactly. a quarter.
1: So that's kind of, that's where I put, right. put all my, I don't, I don't put all my eggs in that basket. Yep. Definitely not flat earth.
0: Well, all right. That was the last story I have. Okay. Um, what we got going on this weekend or week? I should say it's a week. Anything?
1: I really don't know. I've got a sister getting married, getting ready for her bridal shower coming up. Yeah. Um, so work to do there. Yep. That's fun. I love love so that'll be that's a lot of fun.
0: Farming update <laughs> for right here in my neighborhood. Um, I have a guy that I hire. He's my wheat consultant. He's knows all the latest strategies of growing high high yielding wheat, and he's been well worth his his wage past four or five years. So he told me that I have to that I need to, if possible, put on my first of two shots of nitrogen on my wheat between now and the end of the month.
1: Oh gosh!
0: And it is muddier and shit here. Uh, and like, I, it's just like, dude. I think I'm just going to forego this one instead of getting my pizza cutters on my sprayer and going out there. And I realize you'd get three wheelers, four wheelers, or whatever. And there's nothing wrong with doing that, but I just don't want to. I think I'm just going to yeah. wait. But okay. There will be some nitrogen spread on wheat. Um, I, saw, I actually saw a farmer on TikTok that was doing that here somewhere, uh, just today. But yeah. Anyway, I always I, I told Nicole and Cody and Jessica that it's like so the farm shows over it means warm weather will be here for too long yeah i love that <laughs> it's like now time flies between now and then mm-hmm. so otherwise farming wise just got a bunch of grain to move and um that's about it so did a uh, did anybody out there order their my pillows yet i don't know i can't hear you <laughs> <laughs>
1: i did not <laughs> so if you didn't
0: listen to last week's show and you're just getting caught up we uh have been sponsored by my pillow uh they got great products i sleep with a my pillow pillow i sleep with my pillow sheets mm-hmm. uh their house slippers are phenomenal i can't tell you how good they are you just have to try them on it's like you can't describe that can you
1: I don't. I think you're doing a great job describing it.
0: It's just just phenomenal. Just yeah. go buy them,
1: like pillows. You said you're walking on pillows, like the, your own, your own personalized foot pillow. And
0: it is <laughs> it is just the weirdest thing. I, I don't know how to explain it. Um, definitely money well spent. My mm-hmm. pillow is all made in the United States, which is important to each and every one of us that listen to this program. I know. So
1: we've been sleeping on Giza sheets for two or three years now. Yes, guaranteed. Yes. They're, they are great.
0: So once again, I wanted to have an organized commercial that we would have put together where I just would have had to push the button. Yeah. We wouldn't be fighting through it like I'm doing it right now, but I I guess I'm not doing too bad of a job because I am a professional podcaster.
2: (laughs) 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 I did have one person
0: down at the farm show ask whenever I'm going to Brushy Farmer. Oh, okay.
1: Oh, he was there. He was gone. and missed him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: I I didn't get to talk to him very much, but he asked, he said, when's your podcast going to like make it to the air? Over the oh, air radio. <laughs> no. <laughs> he said you, you beat the crap out of everyone on the air. I was, oh, that's I, just, funny. How humbling. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, very buddy. Nice. Appreciate that. Very that. Nice. But anyway, go get you some MyPillow products. And if you do and when you do, promo code Hello Jessica. It's really easy to remember. Mm-hmm. Everybody in this program knows Hello Jessica. Yep. So enter that promo code for a 60%. Is that what it is? Up
1: to 66%. Up
0: to 66% yep. discount. Or you can
1: visit the MyPillow um, shop. That's a my store backslash hello, Jessica. And it'll take you right to those products.
0: Yep. Um, uh, 1-800-886-1048 is where you can call. Order up what you want. Say, hello, Jessica. They're going to say, you love the Bushels and Barrels program, don't you? (laughs) We're going to say, yep, we sure do. And they say, we'll have some money off of your product. So go out, get you some MyPillow stuff. And as they love to sing
1: for the best night's sleep in the whole wide world is mypillow.com
0: promo code hello jessica <laughs> I like it. <laughs> did I do right? good?
1: You did really well. Well, thank you. you did thank really you. Well. And keep
0: those scholarship applications coming in. Yes. Yeah, we we need you to keep sending that stuff in. We're we're getting it. And uh we got some good contenders so far, but there's nothing to say that they are going to be the uh, winners of our scholarships, but keep them coming in. And, and like I said, tell your friends, anybody that you think is, is worthy of a trade scholarship. We would love to hear their story and, mm-hmm. and why they think they're eligible for the Bushels and Barrels podcast um, scholarship.
1: Get some free money. It's something that Ryan and I want to do to bless you. That's
0: exactly bless right. You. God has blessed us so. and we are just going to uh, forward those blessings on to you. Yes. So potentially. Yes. So anyway, okay. Is there anything else? We
1: lost our flag. Again. Oh, I know
0: that stupid March and February Man, winds. We've got
1: some wind. So I looked into some high quality, high wind, sustaining rope.
0: Yeah, because what happened? You know, our flagpole is how high is it? it was about forty five foot to the top. Yeah, you're not going to climb up there on yeah. a ladder. I thought about it.
1: getting like the sticky gloves and sticky knee pads and feet, but no. Ryan said no. No, you are okay. not
0: climbing that pole. I could totally do it. Do you have experience climbing poles? Not at all. I'd sure hope not. I wouldn't have married you if you did. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's probably about enough. Yeah. yeah, But if any of you have a 45-foot um, flagpole-
1: Man lift-
0: <laughs> or man lift, yeah because see that's what I'm going to need to put the Again. new rope back up but is there a special kind of rope you need to use yeah. or, or a stronger rope I mean because when it breaks you know it comes out of the pulley up top and you're just you gotta SOL. physically get up there and put the new one on and mm-hmm. I hate to think that I'm going to be without a flag now for till April because I told Jess yeah. like as hard as the wind blows here every March it might not be might a bad well idea just, just to leave it down yeah for now and and wait till it calms down a little bit, get a little bit more mm-hmm. life out of the next row. But anyway, I digress. So, <laughs> you reckon we'll be around next week? I think so. I think so too, because I don't have a whole lot going on now. I don't think I'm running a 5K next Saturday, so that'll be fun. So, yeah.
1: St. Mary's yep. Rockets.
0: Yep, exactly. Yeah, do that every year. Mm-hmm. That's always a good time. So, anyway, go to mypillow.com promo code Hello Jessica. Otherwise, going once. <laughs> going twice Leah Thomas is still a boy you were born an American don't forget to be one Jesus Christ is always our savior always we will see you next week folks adios